This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The McNugget Buddies are back at Maccas in the limited edition Kerwin Frostbox. When did you sleep through the alarm? There goes the alarm. Yep. I really up this time. <laughs> This morning, right, my my alarm didn't go off. Thankfully, I woke up by my natural waking up system, whatever you want to call it, uh, mm-hmm. body clock. Uh, normally, I wake up at 4 a.m. Woke up this morning at 4.33. I'm supposed to be at work not long after. I'm freaking out, panicking, and I, I know you think I'm insane, so this can't hurt by saying this further. Mm-hmm. I swear a ghost must have turned off my alarm because I yep. vividly... That's what happens, no, no, but yeah. this is the thing. I vividly remember turning it on because sometimes I turn my alarm on but then turn it off so that I can re-stare at myself turning it on on my phone so I know for sure unequivocally You're that insane. I set my <laughs> alarm. So I don't know what went wrong then last night. Then I look night. at myself and then I see a ghost that turns off my alarm. Well, he thinks that well, that's what you would do in the afterlife. I'm like, I'm going to grab this person's phone. I'm going to open it because uh, that's what you can do as Just a ghost. Just got to really mess with mm. Christy and make sure she's late. And then I was panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to tell my team? Mm-hmm. They're going to hate me. And we do. Uh, no. <laughs> No, it's fine. You'd be late. I don't care. You, like, you literally yeah. didn't care. <laughs> no, like, whatever. Cool. Uh, Kelly from Lackland, you got some advice for Christy. I have. Unfortunately, it wasn't a ghost, Christy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I not swear this time. God, Kelly, I was like, it's got to be a ghost because I set that bloody thing. No, I live above you and the power went off. Oh, oh is that what happened? Oh, my that God. Is, there was a humongous clap of thunder and a big shot of lightning and the power went straight out. That. It makes so much sense, Kelly, because I honestly thought that I was, like, going crazy. I truly believe that my ghost friend has come back and just turned... Maybe the ghost was <laughs> the lightning and the thunder. No. The big no clap. No ghost. <laughs> I, I don't know how you didn't hear that thunder. Oh, babe, I was out like a light, you know. My friggin' husband was louder than the thunder, I can tell you that right now. He was thunder and lightning, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the god of thunder with Thor's hammer. Uh, Matt from Albury, have you slept through the alarm? Slept through this morning. Slept through this morning. Oh, no. Yeah. Matt, where were you supposed to be? Um, meant to be on the way to a job, but I was a bit late. <laughs> so I had, did... had my workmate waiting for me while I was snoozing. Waiting for a mate. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for a mate. Do you keep your phone on? Because I keep mine on silent during the night so I don't get interrupted. But no, it was on? Kept, it was him, him calling that woke me up. Oh, oh right, thank that. God. I was going to say, I need to come and, like, bang, bang you. Like, not bang oh, you. Oh, okay, bang Matt. <laughs> what a good mate. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't hope so. Hey, wake up. Here's my alarm. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Lacey from Wodonga, hun. When did you miss your alarm? Good morning. Um, we missed our alarm on the way to an overseas holiday to Thailand. Oh, no, Lacey. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. So we worked a night shift the night beforehand and had the time set in PM and then oh. set it for, like, I think it was like 6.30 a.m. And then we didn't wake up because it was actually set for 6.30 p.m. So oh. woke up at about 11. 11? Oh, oh my no. God. So you missed your flight? We missed our flight, yeah. That's... We had to reschedule it. Is this the whole family too, Lacey? No, just me and my friend. Oh, oh no, hi. <laughs> but that would have cost so much money too because you didn't – did you have to rebook an entire new flight? Or were they understanding or what happened? They were pretty nice and we kind of played on that we worked night shifts. So I think it only cost us like 250 bucks. So it was pretty good. Oh, okay. 250 bucks. That's a pretty good deal for a flight, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was with Virgin, so they were awesome. And did you like Thailand? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was very good. A bit like Matt, Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs>
Calling all members of the Bang Fam. This is going to be so much fun. The smash hit Double J podcast is going all around the country and two of the hosts with the most, Miff Warhurst and Zanro, join us right now. Good morning, ladies. Morning, Daddy. Look, we love you. We you are the it. most beloved music journalists in the country and presenters. Oh. I, I love your love of music and I'm such big fans of both of yours. Thank oh, you so thanks. much. We're so stoked to be joining you and what a beautiful welcome. Congratulations, ladies. Nothing like a good Bang! Um, how <laughs> how are we feeling about the tour? How no. exciting! Oh, it's so exciting. We've just done two shows in Adelaide at the Fringe Festival there, and it's the first time we've gone out and met our specific Bang Fam audience. We've done a couple of recordings of our podcast at other events, but haven't done anything like this in years. I think about five years. So we'll do the podcast and get to meet everybody and there's some special, little special things that are happening in the show that w- won't happen normally on the podcast. And Ooh. yeah, just can't wait. Just cannot wait. And Zan, I want to know from you, where did you meet Miff for the very first time? Was it on set maybe of Spicks and Specs or where was it? No, you know what? Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't invited onto Spicks and Specs until <laughs> last year and it's not like I've been yeah. waiting or anything. That's fine. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't get the <laughs> No, we actually met. I mean, we always try to remember. I, th- I think that it was, I was starting to do some radio stuff in Melbourne and maybe a couple of overnight shifts on Triple J. And I'm pretty sure I met Miss at the Radiohead concert in 2004. And I distinctly wow. remember this, or at least it's my strongest memory, because Miff and I were walking through the foyer about to run in. And I'd never sort of spoken to her before, but she just grabbed me and said hey and made me feel like I was the only girl in the room Aww. and just took some time to say hello as we ran in and that sort of feeling of just her, her generosity of spirit and just willing to take a moment to say day and someone that I'd, you know, been watching on telly and hearing on radio for years before we met really meant something to me and then we became, you know, fast friends when we worked together at Triple J at the same time and that's the sort of beginning of a, of a 20-year friendship. Ladies, I love that you have been friends for 20 years and you've, this series has been going for... What, over eight years? Do you ever have days where it's just like, oh, not vibing today or you just must still love working together? Sometimes we have really, you know, sort of we're tired or we're feeling a bit down and I think that every time, and, and you might back me up on this, every time we're feeling yeah. a bit crap, when we turn up for Bang On, we feel so much better mm. afterwards and we always know that's going to happen. Like, it is truly a joyful experience. For anybody who listens to the podcast, what you hear is what happens. We probably cut a few mm. minutes out of it and that's just if we make some mistakes or defame someone so we don't get sued. But the rest of it is as it happens and that energy of what we have every week is truly what we experience every week and it's always a joy. So no matter what's happening in the world, having someone to make sense of everything with Miff is just such a gift to me and I never get sick of it. I feel so lucky that we're able to do this every week. Absolutely. We've we've sort of come into the studio, you know, there's been some hard things that have happened and he's you know, with everyone in life. And, yeah, I've found that being able to share stuff on the podcast, I think we share a lot more personally than we would in any other gig, I would imagine. So this is very, very real and very intimate for us. It's like we've created a beautiful community as well, and we're really lucky, I think. And you do chat about music, art, life. Do you ever get down a rabbit hole where you start going on a tangent that you both... (laughs) 
don't really know where it's going to end and it kind of ends up in a train wreck, just like our show every morning from six. Does that ever happen with you yes. both? Yes, always. Yes, I'm, I'm guilty. I always take it down the tangent road. It's, it's, you know, I'll, I'll hear something and then all of a sudden I'm over here talking about that. And Dan's very good at keeping it on track and um, I can't help myself but derail it most of the time. <laughs> She's very patient with me, very, very patient. Good. I'm just happy to be along for the ride. It's the yin and yang of what every good friendship should be, I say. We have, um, Absolutely. We have a very good time and we honestly never know where it's going to end up and I think that's the best way to be. While we've got you both, we're going to play a game right now and hopefully you can buzz in with your own names. So we're going to play a game called Miftify on Skid Row. Yes. It's Smith, Warhurst and Zanro. Do you get Miftify. it? Got it, got yeah. it. That's, it took us a it long time to think about, <laughs> ladies. Way too long, at least 30 it. seconds. So we're going to quiz you on Australian artists. Are you up for the challenge? Oh, yes, are we going to lose all our credibility, Miff? Yes. This could be the, uh, the yeah, downfall absolutely. of our careers. You will keep all your credibility, trust me. I mean, you might have lost it when you talked on Dan and Christy, but apart from that, you'll be great, don't worry. <laughs> all right, so the first question is, what band is Ooh. this? Miff, I think Ooh, you got it first, time. That was Frente. Frente, Ordinary Angels. Nicely done. Very good You're a Frente fan then, Miff. I, I grew up in the 90s, yeah, <laughs> and, and they pretty much played at my local pub every Sunday, so oh. I know that I know that really, really well, Angie Hart. I think it that was, was on Accidentally unit. Kelly Street, wasn't it? <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> All right, next question. Are you ready for this one? Name the band. Zen. The Mavises. The Mavises. Nice. Cry. Did you cry along to that song, Zen? Yeah, I love that. I mean, again, the 90s. um, (laughs) It was a time. But um, I remember, oh, what was the lead singer of the Mavises called again, Miss? Oh, she had blonde hair. They were twins. They were brother and sister. Um, Oh, God. Really working my 90s brain here. Um, (laughs) I can't remember. I can't remember. I can see them, but I can't think of names. A cartoon character. She looks like a cartoon character. An iconic one of the 90s. It was Becky. Becky Thomas. Becky from the Mavises. That was a quick Google. No, it wasn't. I promise you. No, that was my brain working. That's how long it takes these days. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question. So, one apiece. This is for the decider. Can you name Ooh. this band? Oh, Like a hint, or do you want to b- jump in, Zan? Zan, Zan, it's you not, can have it's the not Rogue Traders, is it? Not the Rogue Traders, <laughs> but it is a combination of some of the best artists from Australian Idol. And they're not old; they're they're young divas. <laughs> <laughs> the last time that was played on the radio was about two thousand and three. Uh, <laughs> So that's why you forgot. I really enjoyed that. Well done, ladies. You're both fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, well done. We can't wait to see you on stage. It's Bang On Live. It's Double J presenting at comedy.com.au for tickets. But Miff Warhurst and Zan Rowe, we can't wait to see you tour the country. Thanks so much for having us this morning. Dentist trip yesterday. Man, I hate the dentist so much. Did you go at 2.30? We did actually go at 2.30. 
hurty. And uh, you know what? The dentist also had a big trophy up on the wall and, um, you know, for Dentist of the Year. And also had a little plaque. Uh, you know the drill when it comes to dentist jokes. That um, Isabel went for the first time, I think. Your little gorgeous yeah. daughter. Yeah, so she's uh, eight years old, so she's going along to the dentist, as you do. And it's a lot of fun. They do, you know, check uh, for signs of decay, the gum disease. They do x-rays and things like that. Um, she was a little bit intimidated by it all. She had to wear a pair of sunglasses. Looked like the Terminator from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. You would have loved that. It's yeah, one of your favourite movies. Cool. You'd, yeah. like, take a photo. I just started quoting it. I'm like, I know no one. You cry, but it's something I can never do. Gee, that would have relaxed her. Yeah, Terrified of the dentist. The dental hygienist was having such a good time. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, getting a few treatment options at the moment. She, she's getting a front teeth, and so she's got like you know um, half a tooth hanging out of her mouth at the moment. Yeah, getting a bit of bleeding and that kind of thing. And they said this is all normal. It's all good. But, geez, I don't like going to the dentist and waiting in the waiting bay. Can I say, mm. going to the dentist, especially when you're the parent, like it's bad enough mm. when you're going to the dentist to get your own teeth looked at. But then when you take your child into the dentist, because I had a similar moment, Dan, I went, oh, my God, hang on. They're not judging Harley, my son, on his teeth. They're going to judge me because I'm responsible for my <laughs> for the state of my child's teeth. So I'm watching Harley and I'm like, Harley, don't complain about anything. And he's like, what's wrong with you, Mum? Tell anyway, the dentist <laughs> you've been brushing your teeth every day. We never miss it. Um, but he got like a glowing review. I was like, good, because you obviously good. you do do your best. Mm. No one's perfect. And there are moments that, you know, they might go to sleep without that brush, but you're trying mm. your hardest. And so it's a nice feeling when your kids are doing okay at the dentist, true. right? You feel like you won the lottery and then they get like a little sticker and That's they get true. their own little kid's toothpaste. Oh, Did I grabbed one of those too. Yeah, that was for me more than anything. <laughs> They're like, you need a root canal, mate. I'm like, look, we're here for the kids. Sure, um, on that sentence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the first half of that. Um, but <laughs> you protect against cavities. Yes. And I was uh, doing that. So, like, yeah, she got a glowing review and just said, this is just normal. It, it bleeds at this time. And uh, she said, just keep on wobbling that tooth and it'll come out really soon. Aww. So she's getting a big teeth. Yeah, that's out so there. cute. But the waiting bay absolutely sucks. How did you feel when you we were, were waiting? We were there for, like, 50 minutes. And the weirdest thing is we just chose the worst part of the room to be in. So I just chose right next to the toilets. So there were, <laughs> there were so many people coming in. And this was, like, I kept on thinking thinking about this all day because there were people in there, people being loud, uh, being obnoxious too, just like loudly, audibly talking about awful things in front of people. Really? And like my kids, I was like, oh, just, just stop listening, kids. But then a lady came up to me who, who I'm standing in front of a giant sign this that says good. toilets. Yeah. She, and she just says to me, is this the toilets? <laughs> and I kind of just looked up at the sign and I'm like, well, yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> I'm like, I just kept on thinking about it. I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, like there's a giant sign saying toilets. I'm like, is this the toilets is the question she asked. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't work here. Like, clearly I don't have a medical degree. Yeah, you don't work there. You're the like Terminator. That. But then, like, straight after it, like, probably about 30 seconds, Jane goes, where are the toilets? Your wife, Jane. I'm like, you mean the giant, like, pi- <laughs> like picture of the toilets in the background. So, yeah, I do mean Jane, my wife. So, um, anyway, the toilet sign is a good Every- indication. Everyone asks you where the toilets are. Mm. Maybe it's because you talk absolute crap. <laughs> Dan and Christy. Kids Dan and Christy. Shout out for a handout.
This is a lovely one this morning. So we know that today is obviously the last day of February, which means that tomorrow is March. And this is a really important initiative that we've discussed, and it's called themarchcharge.com.au, and it's raising money for the Cancer Council. So it's essentially a fun personal fitness challenge. It has an enormous impact on how cancer is researched and treated, and what you can do is you can team up with your friends or your family or even just by yourself. It's a great excuse to get out and get your joggers on and go and do some Mm. running or some walking or whatever you're comfortable with and really challenge yourself this March uh, to raise funds. You can have donations on your behalf. People can get involved with you and and we can do what we can to try and beat this bastard of a disease. Oh, I hate it. And it's the worst. Tell cancer where to go. It is the worst thing in the world. I've lost um, a lot of friends to it. Uh, Leela, my auntie blocker last year, my uncle, uh, my cousin Joel, he was only 22 years old from cancer. Like, it, it's an awful thing and that's why I do the Real Life for Life every single year too. Uh, but the reality is, like, every friend's family they know someone with cancer and this is why you do it. Do it as a team. It's up to you to get out there. And it's pretty important to, you know, reduce the cancer risk and, and research and, and work with these people with the, you know, achieve important, um, you know, with the Cancer Council, fund the key areas of work that they do because they do incredible work in the community, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And, you know, it's just devastating when you... When you think about how many people that we all know that we've lost to cancer, you yourself, Dan, you just rattled off three mm. beautiful, much-loved family members of mm. yours. I myself lost somebody that I loved very dearly um, to cancer. You know, it was a long time ago, but it stays with you every single day. Mm. And it's such an unfair, cruel loss. Um, and you just think to yourself, how can we get rid of this? How can we live in a world? How can we have an environment where this, this, this... This disease, which just doesn't discriminate, is just Mm. no longer a part of our conversation. And so, you know, we want to do what we can. Obviously, no one's perfect. We know times are tough. You know, to get some spare few dollars at the moment, it's a difficult thing to do, and we completely Mm. understand that. But you might be in a position to be able to help. And even if you can't, you know, raise thousands of dollars, hey, 10 bucks is 10 bucks, whatever you can do, and it's a challenge to yourself. We know that the March charge has raised more than $8.9 million since 2018. So Mm -hmm. it's a fantastic initiative that's only growing more and more. That's it. So cancer.org.au, if you want to get involved with the March charge, uh, I'm definitely going to be doing it myself because uh, it's an enormous impact that you do, like how cancer is researched and treated too. And um, and it's amazing how much in technology in that time because we lost Joel in, I think, uh, 2005. He had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and it's entirely treatable now, which is crazy to think 20 years later he would have maybe survived the cancer that he did have. I'm so and, sorry, Dan. I can't believe mm. that you lost your cousin when you were... When he was only 12. Oh, well, like he was the most wonderful bloke. I think about him all the time. Like, I miss the bloke. And it, it, every, t- like, it's strange, but like, mum always says this. She always says, you know, every time she sees a kookaburra, it's either, you know, Leela or Blocker or Joel. And, and they turn up to my house every day. And I always think about him. And I always will. So, uh, March Charge, do it. Uh, get the research done. Cancer.org.au. Dan and Christy Christy for breakfast right here on Hit and the Matildas. Why do you hate models, Matilda? (laughs) (laughs) That was worth it. Um, The Matildas won last night, so uh, they've got a mixed history for qualifying for major football tournaments, but they're through to the Paris Olympics. Well done, the Tillies. Bloody amazing. It was extraordinary last night. It was 10-0. What a triumph. Um, Against Uzbekistan. 
and you had to Google where this was. I did. I'm going to be completely honest. Obviously, I could tell that it was in the Middle East, but I didn't know exactly where it was, and I felt so ignorant. I was like, I should know where this is, you Above know? Above Afghanistan. Yeah. For those. There's a lot of stands over there, including the Netflix originals, you know, <laughs> that you stream every day. But um, they were pretty in a comfortable position early. They uh, straight away, uh, 34 seconds into the game at Marvel Stadium, hit the scoreboard, and then just all of, all of a sudden they're 3-0, and then uh, they're 10-0. So check this Crosses. out. There it is for Sayah, and she's got it this time. It's double figures for the Matildas. Yeah, and well done to Michelle Heyman. She had a standout performance last night. She uh, got a hat trick 15 minutes into the game. <laughs> so they absolutely dominated, and everyone was worried. They're like, oh, what if the Matildas don't get uh, you know into the Olympics? But um, the goals just kept on flowing all night. And a dominant display. They're Kathy? probably the best in the world, oh I'd say. Oh, my God. They are incredible. And you know what I love about the Matildas? Mm. When, you know, even last year with with everything that happened when you're watching the Matildas, when the game was finished, a lot of their kids ran out to their mums, you know. Mm. And I just thought, God, this is so amazing for women. Like oh, yeah. For, for, for young kids in the next generation to be able to see this. You do see this a lot, say, even like the AFL, a lot mm-hmm. of the dads out there, their kids run up to them. But with the Matildas, yeah. I was like, these women gave birth. Yeah, and strong, it sells man. out too. You know? And it's a pure dreamland out there. And imagine like your kids going out there and just wearing the national colours, playing for their country. I know. Yeah, it's... it'd, be, it'd be a little bit like Zoolander, you know. <laughs> Why do you hate models, Matilda? Dad and Christy. Right here on here. Let the games begin. Hits Dan and Christy, goals or gals? Wouldn't you love a spa retreat, Christy? Just you, me, your husband in a jacuzzi. Yeah, just I, get, I, kick you out. Jeez, yeah. That's the, I mm. think about that all the time. That's my ultimate mm. fantasy. Just yeah, you two relaxation. muppets following me everywhere. What, what, okay, but Us getting massages, <laughs> getting a few facials. <laughs> Pampering each other I, just till the break of dawn. God, I wish I could make the joke I wanted to make just then. What would be your ultimate weekend away? Or, reckon, or is that it? I like a road trip. I, I yeah. like doing, going destinations and just stopping it just along the way and just winging it. I like to do that. You're I've done a, it once. I've travelled around Australia in a camper van. It was heaps of fun. Yeah, it's we, the way to see it. We did wing it, mm. Hubby, Justin and I. We drove from Brisbane up to the Sundays ride in oh, a camper yeah. van. And it sounds amazing. You know, we did no kids and we went and did it. Winging it only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. We were trying to call places. It was Justin's idea to wing it. And I'm like, let's just it's call good. and book somewhere. And there was no availability. And then we were like at the worst part with the RVs in the camper van area. And then mm. at one point we had to like sleep next to where they emptied out all the sewerage stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if we should have been winging it. Maybe we should have called ahead and booked. But anyway. Well, it depends on where you want to go, you know. Beach getaway, activities, wine tasting, adventure trip, whatever you want to do, really. It, it is an amazing mm. thing to do to go in a camper van when you book. And, um, and have that beautiful freedom like you said, you play music. It's like yeah, Holiday it. Road. I think that was the song that we blasted. <laughs> that really old song that we won't from play From vacation. Now. <laughs> yeah. Chevy Chase was there. That's right. Uh, but 301060, Hayley from Burberry, good morning. Good morning, guys. Now, Hi. what would you do with a nice weekend away, Hayley? I think we would just do Melbourne. We'd go to the Loom, go to the zoo, mm-hmm. the conservatory for lunch. Oh, mm. mate, that sounds Beautiful. good. Beautiful. And would you go to the footy too? Look, we could. $3,000, you'd go a long way. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot. Which footy team do you barrack for, hon? Who's your team? Well, it was Essendon, but they're a bit sad. Well, I'm hanging up on you now, <laughs> Hayley. Uh... <laughs> I said we're sad. <laughs> well, it's been a while between finals for you. Uh, you won't be going uh, yeah. to that. But, um, yeah, you no, could go no, watch the no, footy. <laughs> yes. uh, so this is what we're doing. Girls or gals? So we're asking you this. Is this a fashion label or a pub? Burberry. 
Oh, that's fashionable. It is a fashion label. <laughs> yes, I have that's a cool. handbag. Oh, very oh, Burberry handbag. Oh, my God. Yes. So yes. do the Essendon footballers, actually, <laughs> while they're out there on the field. No, they can't afford it. <laughs> Well, you've done it. You're on the standby list, Hayley, so hopefully you get spoiled in Melbourne. Congrats. Thank you so much, guys. For a limited time only, get any size soft drink for just $1 at Macca's. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy.